Hello everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Cry Havoc. For lucky number episode 7, we have Skylar Q. Andrews, one of my favorite Augusta comedians of all time. He runs a show down at the Soul Bar in Augusta, Georgia, first Tuesday of every single month at 9pm, which is a free show, donations accepted. And then um, he also runs a podcast called The Judgment Night Radio Hour. And let me tell you, I just started listening to this last week, and uh, it's pretty phenomenal. It's like if Bioshock Infinite had an AM radio station that told horror stories. It's phenomenal, and you'll see exactly why he is probably the perfect person to have on anybody's podcast with these buttery, smooth tones of his voice. That I can barely even imitate in this moment right now. But anyway, um, I just wanted to say thank you to everybody who came out to any shows that I was at last week. And um, I did four of them total. Three paid shows and one open mic. And each one of them went fucking amazing. I just can't thank you people enough for showing up to my shows. And... Um, just wanted to let everybody know that uh, Joe's Underground has been going so good every single week. It gets better and better, and please come out to that stuff because it's one of my favorite things of all time to do is give all these different people a chance to perform all their special talents and see people in Augusta grow from just starting out to getting on their way to being actual paid professionals at what they're really passionate about. So come on down to Joe's on Thursdays and uh, enjoy this episode of the podcast. Now imagine you are tripping absolute dick on mushrooms. I guess I need to pick it up with my own butthole. <laughs> It feels like a magic trick because some people tapping. Why are you asking such deep questions? So, you are actually the first stand-up comedian that I have had on this podcast. Oh, right on, right on. This is episode seven now. Okay. And um, I plan on doing intros for all of them, so I'll probably have introed you before this. Okay. But um, I wanted to kind of just get right into the comedy conversation because okay. that's yeah. one thing I haven't really I mean I've talked a little bit about it from my perspective but getting somebody else's perspective is also yeah um, how long ago did you start I started September 24th 2018 so going like almost three years hell yeah, yeah. god damn I expected I always thought that you had been in it for a long ass time yeah. based on <laughs> how much I mean anybody that's been in it longer than I have seems like a long ass time yeah. to me especially 
when I first started coming to Joe's and mm-hmm. I started seeing you performing and I was like, this dude gets laughs every time on like every <laughs> fucking joke. I was like, holy shit. And then, you know, Marcus would get up there and it's like, you know, he hasn't written almost any of it down yeah. except for maybe his like poem yeah. that he does at the end yeah. sometimes. But, Classic. Um, but yeah, so... What um, what is your like writing process like? Do you write stuff down or do you? Yeah, I, I generally generally I write stuff down. I I, I kind of write a script down. Uh, um, like word I, for word. Yeah, yeah. I, can... I, I don't always perform it word for word, but I want there to be. I want a word for word. Like like I want an actual document to exist. Yes. For me yeah. to go off of. Um. And I try to follow it as closely as I can, and I probably don't forget. I probably don't remember all the words. Yeah. Which forces me to like improvise it okay. to an extent. Right. Um, but when I get on stage, by the time I get on stage, I try to remember the beats. Right. You know. Yeah. You know, the, the 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 main points. And I think that's how most people. Yeah. Do it anyway. You get an outline in your head. Yeah. And that's what yeah. I do. Like. Half the time, I'll figure out which jokes I'm going to do and in what order. Yeah. No more than two hours before the show. Yeah, yeah. And I'm I'll like, okay, what am I doing tonight? What am I doing tonight? Like, I'll be thinking about it all week. Yeah. And be like, okay, well, I did this one last week, and I did this mm-hmm. one, and this one, so I need to do something different, but I want it to kind of, sometimes I want it to have, like, a theme mm-hmm. and, like, follow a flow from joke to joke yeah. is always good. But as far as, like, scripting, like mm. you were talking about, there are a couple of my jokes that I have that are for sure, like, I have a script for it. Yeah. Not, obviously, like you said, uh, not exact, but right. there are a lot of topics that I could just riff on for yeah. a minute yeah. and just know a couple of key, like, punchlines that I can throw in there yeah. to spice things up yeah yeah i try to i try to have i while i like a theme i love and i don't always pull this off but i try to at shows i like making it seem like i don't have a segue like i'm just kind of like (laughs) yeah like it's stream of consciousness or like or even not even like like the whole thing's one subject like i'm talking about one thing yeah like you're just monologuing right right i'm just um and I try to, um, and I'm trying to get better at riffing. Like I'm not, my 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 expertise isn't in um, improv, right? And I want to get yeah. better at that. I want to get better at crowd work. Um, yeah, I feel the yeah. same way. Yeah. I never like, and I don't know. Something about crowd work to me feels dirty a little bit like i know it's part of the whole thing yeah it's something that everybody does or has to do at some point Mm -hmm. right i mean obviously not totally i don't think mitch hedberg probably ever did crowd work but you know it's just a it's part of the gig yeah yeah and i feel so cheesy sometimes (laughs) like what do you do for a living it makes it to me seem like i ran out of ideas that's what it you. sounds like to me when yeah. I'm when I'm doing it. I I, I just like that one. I want to be better at dealing with hecklers. Yeah, yeah. And um, 
two, it's like an an opportunity to um, enhance the jokes that I've scripted and enhance my presence on stage. Yeah. Just to get better at um, at thinking on my feet. I might start experimenting with what like with what Rhonda does a lot, where it just says where she just says like a throw me something. Yeah. I might do that like at Joe's or something. Yeah, um, right. That'd I would do. I would it. rather do it at Joe's than at Highlander. Um, yeah, no shit. At Highland, like one day, I want it. Like when I feel confident, yeah, I want to go to Highlander and just fucking own. Yeah, you know, like yeah, it's um, it's a rough one. Yeah, that's I stopped going because it was just making me depressed. Yeah, yeah. like it. I'm already depressed very often. Yeah, and then going to Highlander and just bombing and everybody hating you the entire rest of the night and even when you get back on stage the next week they're mm. still the same motherfuckers and yeah. they still hate your ass yeah yeah <laughs> it's so needless like there's no man it's re- like this is this is what gets me about one of the things that get me about comedy and people's relationship to stand up comedy yeah i'm sure you've gotten this so many people when they find out that you do comedy or if they know that you do comedy they'll be they'll say something to the effect of oh man i couldn't do that yeah, oh, like, like, right. you, like, and you feel like a badass for right. being able yes. to do it. Oh yeah, you're like, what? Yeah, yeah, Come like, on, yeah. This like, this shit is 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 easy, or like, it's it's not easy, but there's some there's some part in your psyche that where it's easier than other things for some reason. I think maybe what it is is people misunderstand what the hard part of it is. Yeah, yeah. Because people think and. That's what they'll say, too, is like, oh, I could never put myself out there like right. that on stage in yeah. front of a bunch of people. Like, I have, you know, yeah, stage fright or something. Yeah, that's not what's hard. Yeah. That's not the hard part. Yeah. The hard part is coming up with stuff that's actually funny. Yeah. That will make a majority of people actually laugh. Yeah. And not just, you know, that's another thing that non-comedians do, too, is they'll come up to you and be like, oh, that joke was really funny. And you're like, okay, well, you didn't laugh at it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, this is this is what gets me is when they is when they'll um, give you advice. Yeah, and it's like this is what I feel about advice. Okay, okay. <laughs> it's like a non-comedian. Yeah, yeah. I'm somebody not... who's never even tried it. Exactly. Yeah. Who 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 would who piss their pants at the idea of going up, but they want to give you advice. Yeah. I'm not against it in principle because I think the audience has a right to feel whatever they feel about a joke and offer their opinion. They're who you're there to please. Exactly. So in, I'm yeah. not against it in principle, but there's like parameters to it. Like, right. Um, if you're, if, if, okay, okay. You're, you're a tradesman. You're an electrician. Right. Okay. If you do work on somebody's house. Yeah. And afterwards something's still wrong. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to be really vague because I don't even know what examples to use. But 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 something say, is say a light some, switch ain't working. Yeah, light switch isn't working after you worked on it, and they call you like, "Hey, the light switch still isn't working." Yeah. They have a right to say that there's still a thing right. that's wrong, and they have a right to explain that to you. Yeah. But if they start saying you should have done X Y Z, you right. might feel a type of way because yeah. motherfucker, yes. you called me. Yes, and in fact, I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it does actually. <laughs> It happens yeah. way more frequently than you would think. And yeah. people try and like guess what the problem is yeah. or like and I assume it's the same way with like if you're a doctor and somebody yeah, comes yeah. in and is like I WebMD'd this shit. 
Exactly. But like yeah. you know, you walk in and reset the GFI, and they're like, "Oh, right." Well, I right. feel like an idiot. Yeah, yeah. And it, like, yeah, it's... you thought I. That, and that's what it is. They always are like, "Oh, you probably fucked something up, or something must be miswired, yeah, or something." It's... And you're like, "Click, done." Right, and it's <laughs> it's you're. Please tell me if something's off, but it's my job to figure out what that is. Yeah. Let me figure out what that is. Yeah. Um, which kind of. Uh, displays like a as much as people i mean everybody loves to laugh yeah and when they do laugh they like comedy i know there's people that say i don't like stand-up comedy but that you know but if you laugh you you're enjoying yourself right but um so by all means tell me if you know if something bothers you or whatever but like there's this fundamental disrespect of the art form (laughs) yeah you know um, I don't go to your job and tell you how to flip burgers. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. It's it, it, um, people don't want to do it. They're scared of it, but they don't get it. It's almost like they don't get that it is an art form that that it's a craft. Yeah. That I mean, especially at Highlander. Yeah, that yeah. If you if you really knew that comedy was something that I have been working on mm-hmm. for years, and I'm finally ready to present it to you. For free, yes, might I yes. add, at an open mic, like, I know most open mics and most open micer comics are yeah. not, you know, completely polished yet yeah. or all there yet, but yeah. they're never going to get there if you're not paying attention to the joke. Right, right. And, and all respect to musicians, they don't generally do that with musicians, you know. Like, that is like, true. Well, know. music is very loud. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Music is much louder than talking, and they're also talking. And they're still yeah. talking during the music, too. It's just, you can half pay attention to music and still get the gist of it. Yeah. And unless it's a super moving song, you're not going to, like, you know, turn around and just watch the whole thing. Right, right. And it's, 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 that fundamental disrespect irks me more than people not liking a joke. People can not like whatever. Yeah. Um, but. And I understand what goes into this right and i think it kind of goes to kind of what we were talking about where the the shows we do at soul bar are absolutely free and just based on tips and while i do like that mentality yeah and like i'm still getting paid whatever Mm -hmm. but i think that having people pay money for something that helps them assign a value yeah yeah i agree um absolutely there was a guy at the open mic in Columbia last night. He was from New York, stand-up mm-hmm. comedian from New York. He's been doing it for a while or whatever. And um, <clears throat> he was talking about a lot of the open mics in New York. You have to pay to get time. Oh, yeah. Oh, you got to yeah. pay $5 for five minutes or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, maybe they're trying to sort out the people that are less serious about it that mm-hmm. don't want to, you know, that are just going because it's free and mm-hmm. it's stage time. And he was like, no, nah, man, you'd be surprised who's willing to throw $5 oh, yeah, down to... Yeah. From what I understand in New York, like it's you could be doing it for a while and not get paid. It's very noble to not get paid because right. it's so saturated. And like, I have to assume the bar is probably also charging a cover. Yeah, if they're yeah. charging the comedians, they're probably charging a cover. Oh, yeah. And the oh, bar yeah. is just making money on both ends. Yeah. It's just ridiculous to me considering the reason people are there paying a cover is because there's performers on the stage yeah but you know it's it is what it is yeah yeah that old chestnut yeah it's one of the reasons i'm doing 
the podcast yeah. because it's another stream right. of income slash uh, publicity slash you know yeah people really want to get to know me they can just listen to all the hours and hours of this I'm going to be putting out right on yeah I uh, heard on Sign of the Times Marcus and Willard's mm-hmm. podcast that you had had a podcast a while ago that was like a some kind of stories or something yeah. it was more produced or? yeah 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 I um a few years ago uh, a friend of mine by the name of uh, Sam Ellis we um developed a podcast called the Judgment Night Radio Hour and we kind of went on an unintentional hiatus and we're gonna start it back up soon it's just a matter of you know getting our shit together yeah but it but it's basically a um an anthology um and the premise is there's this uh preacher named uh reginald reverend reginald weaver reginald cephas weaver the (laughs) third okay uh the pastor of um the new jerusalem missionary church of god Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> who um, has like this AM, this pirate AM like gospel show, where he gives sermons, quote unquote, and the sermons are the stories in each episode. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's all like in the under the umbrella of it is a radio show. Yeah, yeah. That's really like cool. he's like our Rod Serling kind of character. I like that. And and but the and the stories are kind of like I'm not sure what genre to put it in, but it's kind of like neo-noir slash southern gothic slash psychological horror that's really type. cool yeah, i want to listen to that now um <clears throat> there was one podcast that i listened to a while back it was called the mind's eye it was mm-hmm. a short series or whatever yeah. and it was basically this um lady who was a police officer and she was voice recording all these like voice memos or whatever and yeah. that was the the, the uh, yeah. mechanism for the podcast or yeah. whatever. Super interesting and crazy. It was right definitely psychological eye. thriller. Yeah. Um, I won't spoil any of it, but goddamn. I, I do enjoy podcasts that are like that, for sure. Like, the interview podcasts, mm-hmm. I probably listen to the most, mm-hmm. just because it's always something new it's always like cutting edge of whatever the most recent thing is like if there's a scientist on a podcast talking about something that's probably the first you're going to hear about that scientific discovery that they're talking about yeah um but yeah so that's pretty cool like the probably gonna all blow up together all of us yeah 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 i start doing your podcast i'm doing mine we got marcus willard we going be in this game together that's the that's that's the ideal one thing i appreciated about like when um shout out to lamar if he's listening to this um is the the whole um idea of community <coughs> like emphasizing yes. community oh my god <coughs> lamar was all about that <coughs> excuse me shout out to lamar for sure <coughs> lamar defor y'all wanna Hit him up on Facebook or something. I'm sure he's lonely down there in Florida right now. He's supposedly going to be coming back up here at some point to get some stuff out of a storage unit. And I want to have him 
on this podcast as well to talk about mostly like exactly that (laughs) and um that's another thing i've noticed about columbia too fucking love the community oh yeah i love the scene up there so yeah so many fantastic people like just getting to know all of them has been fantastic every time i go there i have these you know like hours long conversations after the open mic is done just discussing comedy butt stuff all this and that nonsense it is basically like a podcast but um trying to think if I have any more questions about comedy really I mean (coughs) what's that how'd you start like what made you want to start what made Um, you want to start doing comedy I mean I was always a fan of comedy I um it was always something that I wanted to try just as another creative outlet um I um I mean, I'm first thing I am is a writer. Yeah. And um, mainly like fiction and plays and things like that. So, did you write all of the stuff for that podcast you're yeah. talking about? Mm-hmm. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Hell yeah. But anyway, go on. You've always <clears throat> yeah. been a writer. You know, always been a writer um, and to a certain extent a performer. Like, I was doing, <clears throat> I was involved a lot. Um, years back like the local spoken word poetry community yeah i did a lot of that stuff so um in so far as i can be said to give the impression that i've been doing this for longer i attribute some of that to that experience oh for sure um it all comes together yeah it all yeah there's so many different aspects of my life that have affected how well I do on stage. Yeah. And, like, different aspects of performing. All the way down to, uh... Have you ever heard of Beat Saber? Uh-uh. So, it's a virtual reality game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You get... You put the headset on, you got your two controllers, each one of them is a lightsaber. And then the you select whatever song you want to play. It's kind of like Guitar Hero in a way. Yeah. But it's just these square blocks with a directional arrow on them. Yeah. And they're just flying at your face. And you have to slice them with the lightsabers to the music. So you're, like, doing it all rhythmically and shit. And it took me so fucking long to get good at that game to the point where I was, like, you know, felt confident myself in it. But one of the things that I noticed, and it was whatever Soul Bar show Marcus was also in... Because he was talking about... I was actually talking to him after the show about it. And he was talking about how my stage presence... Like, my ability to, like, scan the crowd... And be, like, on this part of the stage... And this part of the stage... And giving everybody different... You know, like, equal slash different amounts of attention... Or whatever while I'm up there... And not hyper-focusing on the one person that's not laughing at me. Mm. I really attribute to being good at Beat Saber because you have to be moving around, you have to pay attention to all things at all times, you gotta be aware of your surroundings like it's I definitely felt those same like neurons activating while I'm up there, it was crazy that's that's dope I I, I, um, 
I was never terribly good at video games, and I attribute my horrible sense of direction to that. Well, um, VR is cool because it's it's not pushing buttons. Yeah. Especially Beat Saber. There's no buttons in the entire game except you pull the trigger to select the song. But yeah. the controllers just fit perfectly into your hands. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're holding two lightsabers. Right on. And it's honestly probably my favorite Star Wars game of all time without any licensing from Star Wars whatsoever. Because you just get to <laughs> have two lightsabers all the time. I haven't played the other VR Star Wars games, yeah. but... God damn, feels so cool, especially doing it to music and having that rhythm. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? The, uh... <clears throat> now I'm losing it. I don't know. <laughs> Can I ask you questions? Yes. Oh. Yeah, oh, this is totally <laughs> open-ended. I have no format whatsoever. I usually, like... I'm only just now starting to get better at like actually asking questions. <laughs> I'm 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 digging I'm digging the flow of this. Yes. Um, oh yeah. What? Um, okay, I'm tr I'm trying to break down what I want to say because I, uh, the the basis is basically um, how do you develop your material? But I have an idea of where you get a lot of your material. Um, it's porn. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> You just brought up my favorite topic. Um, no, uh, the it's really just like crazy thoughts yeah. all the time. Just like life events, life mm -hmm. events. Life. <laughs> writing down like I'll think about something, and a lot of times it'll be like talking to somebody about something and mm. then they start chuckling and I'm like oh yeah I might got one it's like seeing the bobber go down when you're fishing and you're yeah. like oh shit here yeah. we go and then you just try and sort of lean into it and mm. see if you can make it even more funny to them and yeah. get them really laughing yeah. and like and then you know even if you don't do it right then and there try and think of something later so that's my biggest downfall is like you were talking about the improvisational part of it where you're like okay can i come up with something on the spot that's actually funny and most of the time it's like on a 10 hour delay yeah <laughs> it's like oh shit i just thought of the perfect comeback for that guy last night yeah and you know it's too little too late so i'm trying to i guess writing them down also is that's what I tell every single person oh, yeah. who ever says I want to get into stand-up comedy. Write that shit, write shit down. down. Write your shit down. You have a weird in thought. You say yeah. something funny to somebody. Yes, right then, right there. Write it down. Um, because once you start writing it down, you start realizing which ones are funny, and you start realizing like, okay, well, I could do that anytime and start coming up with more stuff. Yeah. One of the things I was thinking about while you were um, talking about getting better at handling hecklers, my only plan I've ever had for that is to start writing down insults mm -hmm. and just have so many in the bank yes, that no yeah, matter yeah. who says something, I've got a specific thing for that category of yeah. person. <coughs> but so far, I'm not very good at insults. I either go way too soft or way too hard on it, and I'm like, I don't... Can you go too hard on a heckler though? I, I, I'm 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 of the school where like 
they should be able to take what they're dishing out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, yeah, but it depends on what they're dishing out. Because, yeah. like, if they're just telling you that, oh, boo, you suck or whatever, and you're like, you know, your kid just died of cancer, probably. Yeah. That's why you're so mad at me and <laughs> saying nasty shit to me on stage. God like, damn. Why don't you go to a therapist instead of drinking at a bar? I don't know. I'm just. This is in the that that was all on the on the spot. I crying, I, I, I always always I'm good. Yeah. I always um. I never got to do this, but one I have in my back pocket, and it'll probably too much stuff has to happen. Yeah. Have to be the case for this to work. <laughs> but <laughs> I imagine the perfect comeback. Yeah. is Ready if it happens. If someone talks some shit. And I say back, I don't even have this, the, 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 an actual joke, but I say something about their mom. Like yeah, something right. about having fucked their mom. Yeah. And the guy says, my mother's dead. Right. And I would say, that's why she was so dry last night. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Oh my God. See, this is the reason why I like podcasts, because you could just say, you yeah. could just Safe say space. it out and give the like set up the scenario but you do that on stage it's like why are you wasting so much time you have five minutes bro yeah <laughs> but um there's a fucking phenomenal and it's literally a joke about what we're talking about right now about having to come up with shit on the spot yeah. and it's a bo burnham bit yeah that he did in make happy his second most recent special mm-hmm. and he is on stage and he's like, okay, well, I don't have a lot of improvisational stuff in my act, so I wanted to try and do something on the spot tonight. And he asks this dude, okay, what's your name, sir? And he says, Rob. And Bo's like, okay, all right, I'm going to try and come up with a song about Rob. We're going to try and come up with something on the spot really quick. And then it starts like playing this backbeat and this music for him. And uh, the voice over the speaker is, Bo had sex with, and then Bo comes in with Robs, and then <laughs> Mom is said by the fucking the speakers again. So it's literally just the only word missing is this guy's name, and it, the rest of it is yeah. <laughs> Bo had sex with Robs, Mom. <laughs> I fucked her for an hour, and then when I was done, oh shit! God damn it! I can't remember the last part. Now it's gonna bug me. Because fucking is her game, and Rob is her son. I think it was. It's so, I'm fucking is her game is the part I'm not sure about, but it definitely ends with and Rob is her son, and yeah. then he's like, "Did we plan that? Did we plan that? No, we did not plan that." Ah, <laughs> oh, I respect the fuck out of that yeah. dude. Like he has been, like. And he's so close to my same age. Like, his last special, last year, he just turned 30. And he does a song about that, and it's... Hurts. It hurts. hurts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's that funny kind of hurt. But, like, I've been watching him ever since he was 16, and I was, like, 14. Mm -hmm. And he fucking makes it huge in, like, a day. (laughs) Do it YouTube. With YouTube. And I was like, holy shit. If only I had any talent. <laughs> Lo and behold. Lo and behold. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I still feel like, while doing comedy, like, I don't... 
have the most confidence in myself. Like, I do, because I've proven it to myself a few times, but a lot of the times I still just feel like it's a... It's just a freak thing that's gonna end at any point in time. I'm just gonna be, like, out of material and... Like, I constantly, every time I don't have a new joke for, like, a week and a half or two weeks, I'm like, what is going on? Am I out of, can I just not think about anything else? Or, like, I'll try and look at other stuff that's around me or, like, try to pay more attention to shit that's going on at work to try and, like, mine for material. It's always the worst way to try and find material. Yeah. is unnatural. Yeah, You're it's seeking. almost always just serendipity. Like what I would. Um, this is, and I'm not saying this is a panacea for it, but this is how I approach that as a writer. That that's that's helped me. Um, and that's just. Have you ever heard? Okay, in, right. in writing, you ever you ever heard of what's called a vomit draft? Oh yeah, where you just write. Yeah, yeah. Just you, write. You, you know, basically beef, potatoes, you, yeah. lemons, and you just don't give a fuck. Just let, let it be shitty. Yeah. One time, a few years ago, I had a um like a writers group that that would meet it uh, uh once a week, and um as an exercise, I told everybody to like you know write a piece for like five minutes based on an idea you discussed or something like that, and um I said. But the catch is, try to write badly. Try to write, um, a, you know, shitty prose. Yeah. On purpose. Huh. And I, I participated in it too. And and what that basically does is that like it kind of it 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 makes this weird short circuit in your brain. Yeah. Where it's like, okay, I have to make it shitty, but my instinct is to not make it shitty. Yeah. And the tension between these two things basically tricks you into not giving a fuck and just writing. Yeah. Um, and then it might end up... Yeah. <coughs> actually good. Yeah, yeah. Monkey's on a typewriter, bro. So it's like... like <clears throat> with with applying that, like, to jokes, just kind of, like, sit and write something. Like, write one yeah. of those forced thoughts or observations or whatever. Whatever you yeah. can, you know, and just let it be shitty, but just keep writing. Yeah. Like, like it, it's basically... Uh, it, it, um. It kickstarts your brain. Found socks. I have a. I just developed a fucked up backstory for that whole interaction. Oh my god! <laughs> my jaw drop and two socks. Please elaborate. Yeah. So for the listeners out there, Brittany just found one of her socks that she's been missing for a very long time. And showed it to me, and no, jaw dropped, and was like, "Oh shit, I found it!" And then, what is what? What's the real backstory, Skylar? <laughs> I mean, it's nothing spectacular. Oh, it, was, okay. it was like, <laughs> I just thought, like, "Oh, like, is this <clears throat> designated jizz sock missing?" Oh <laughs> my god! I found it! I found it! <laughs> and first of all, her. <laughs> <laughs> See, sometimes on the spot works, but um, yeah, some yeah yeah sometimes you gotta trust what you're coming up with. Yeah, I think a lot of that is we don't trust it, and when you just kind of say fuck it, 
Yeah. Um, it takes trusting it out of the equation, and you just end up coming up with some shit because everything's getting a chance to express yeah. itself. Trusting it, and then on top of that, like going against like that what you were talking about with like shitty writing. Yeah. Sometimes it works with like not necessarily a shitty joke, but like a joke you don't think you should be telling. Yeah, yeah. Like for example, I started doing a joke which includes my Caitlyn Jenner impersonation. Yeah. And I was like this shit is not going to go well for Pride Month. I was like this is not um yeah, and it's fucking Pride Month. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like Caitlyn Jenner is just such a piece of shit in the first that would, place. That it would... She ran over... The, no well, not the, ran over. She yeah. hit so hit and killed two yeah. people with her car. And that's also included in the joke. Yeah. But at least now it is. I didn't do it in the first one. The but. hard thing is that, like, sometimes you have to, like... You gotta take lean, the, yeah. lean into that, like... Or oh, you gotta take that shot to even find out whether or not... Right, yeah. You know, at least and, and one. That's, like, that's, at the, least. that's a part of the craft that I want people to understand, but I understand them not understanding. Yeah. You know, it's it's like, I am trying to be funny. I got to try this shit. The shit might Man. go s- south, but I got to try. Let me try. That last Soul Bar show, when you got up after I got off stage and was like, give it up for Andrew Havoc. <laughs> Telling a veteran joke on oh, Memorial Day, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my fucking god!" Like that, yeah, that kid. That I was, was like, "I'm just gonna trust it." Yeah, like I tell you what, there was I. It's not anywhere close to the same joke, but there was another joke that I used to tell uh, regarding veterans that did not go over so well. Yeah. And the, like, this one that I tell now is not... It's not bad, bad. It's yeah. not, like, yeah. making fun of them or anything. Yeah. It's just implying that you probably fucked a ladyboy if you were in Vietnam. Yeah. Which I've had Statistically. a couple of people openly admit to me yeah. that are, like, you know, older people that have been in Vietnam that I worked with or whatever, and they were like, yeah, a hole's a hole. Yeah. <laughs> and like... Man, that shit is fast. Like, if you don't pull their pants down and they just give you a blowjob, it's fine. Like, like ha- the, the the rationalization, the in protection that, in the of the masculinity, yeah, yeah, the <laughs> hardcore guarding of it, yeah, it's just <laughs> a little ridiculous. <clears throat> but like, at that point, why does it matter that they have boobs? Because like. If a mouth is a mouth, mm-hmm. then a dude's mouth is also a mouth. Well, the titties are extra. I mean, who doesn't... <coughs> everybody likes That titties. is absolutely true. And, I mean, I feel like it is less gay than being with a dude. Yeah. It's there you, there, there you about go. half as gay, I guess. I don't know. It's, 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 it's straight enough to rationalize. Like, it, 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 there's just enough percentage of straight... For you to extrapolate the rest. Like, wait, I can work with this. I can yeah. work with this. I can, I can, this is... I can make a dollar out of a dime here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I love that, like, most of the episodes of this, we've gotten into some of the grossest shit. The last one I did with Corey, it was... 
We just like Corey was like, we're gonna like just dive right into this. What is it about this? Here's um, about the foot thing, but we did a whole probably twenty minutes of conversation just discussing okay. the so origins. I, I, I guess the, I won't make you talk about it again because I was gonna. I know. I understand. It's literally gonna be in the description for the show. So <laughs> okay. It's okay if you, yeah. So you're and, fine. I'd like, be almost every episode. Because I, I in no way. Have, okay. Right, right I in on. no way have encompassed all of what it. It's because it's. I'm. I'm. I'm trying to say. I'm trying to figure out what question I'd ask because I. I guess I just want to hear you describe it, and wanna, see if it matches my. If, 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 see if I can find corollaries with my own. With my own stuff. Well, it is. <laughs> it's so funny because you basically ask. The question that everybody asks. Okay. The question that I put in my act of, yeah. like, I always get these weird questions, like, why? Yeah. And that's essentially the question you ask. It's like, why, though? Mm. <laughs> and yeah. yeah. It's definitely, like, it's ingrained in me. Yeah. It's, like, in my fucking DNA or something. I have no idea because it's been my entire life as far as I can remember. Mm -hmm. The first, like, interaction I remember having with having a foot fetish mm. is being in karate class as, like, a nine-year-old. And it's, like, a co-ed karate class because when you're nine, like, yeah. none of Man. you can beat any of the rest of you up. It's okay. Um, and there were all these girls in there barefoot, and I... You know how hard it is to hide direction in a karate gi. I it's Man. impossible. Cause that's um, a, or at least I hadn't figured out the like you know tuck it under the waistband thing yeah. yet. So <laughs> and that, but I guess it's just like the same reason anybody's into an ass or boobs. Yeah. It's curvy, soft. You know aesthetically pleasing and Corey brought up in the last one about how like well you know when with boobs you want you know somebody who can like nourish your child or with you know like good hips or an ass it's like you want them to be able to give birth without fucking dying yeah um but like feet like you gotta be good at running too yeah yeah like it's a good genetic trait Damn, to that have makes sense <laughs> There's also, um, and... Wow. <laughs> suck at running, by the way. <laughs> so bad. Look. So, so bad. <laughs> standards have changed since the time <laughs> we needed good running feet. <laughs> I imagine good running feet are actually probably ugly, but I have no way of knowing. I mean, I have a way of knowing, I just haven't looked it up yet. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, like, what were we talking about before that? About like that. Oh, oh, yeah, the, there is a scientific study or whatever there's a link. they right. did. Yeah, right? Huh? The brain thing. Yeah, there's a, the part of your brain mm. that controls arousal yeah. is also very close to the part of your brain that, like, controls the senses in your feet. Yeah. And they think that there might be some sort of connection there. There's, like, like no... No evidence yeah. there, yeah, but if your neurons like, are like too closely connected, it might just. I don't yeah. Like a yeah. Um, 
Which I, you know, it's like some people are gay, mm-hmm. some people are pansexual, whatever. Foot fetish is like part of my sexuality. Like I can't yeah. separate it from sex. Yeah. It's, I mean, I like obviously I can. Like I can, you know, function. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. You're not a creepy foot fetish. Yeah. Guy. Yeah. Yeah. Not like. Quentin which is it, which, which it's unfortunately associated. It's oh like, yeah, which you satirize frequently. You, yes, mm. you know the um, one of the first memes I ever made. You know the one that I posted about Joe's most recently, where the guy's coming out of the bar with a drink in his hand. Yeah, and like you know the guy's saying, "Oh, this is my favorite bar" or whatever, and then this guy comes out and he's like, Ugh, and he's just drunk holding a bottle. The first one I made was. Oh, this is my favorite fetish. And the guy is like saying, like, oh, yeah, I have a foot fetish. And he's pointing back at the bar. And then the drunk guy popping out of the front of the bar is saying, like, I want to smell your socks. <laughs> and it's like, bro, come on. Like, I've had three separate women tell me, after I had told them I had a foot fetish, they told me that somebody else who they knew had a foot fetish. They were sleeping and woke up to this person, like, sniffing their feet at the bottom of their bed or whatever, or, like, they'd fallen asleep on the couch or something, Mm -hmm. and one of them, like, passed out at a party, and it was, like, three separate cases, and I don't think that any of these people knew the same dudes, so, (sighs) just a weird community to be a part of, Yeah, and that's one of the reasons why I do satirize it and make fun of it all the time because it's stupid and creepy and stop yeah. giving us a foot shenanigans a bad name. <laughs> right on, right on. I, I can, I can claim you know ass man privilege. Hell yeah. I don't. It, I'm it, right it, there with you. It, you know it's 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 it's, it's interesting because I'm I'm not a foot fetishist. I'm not <clears> particularly attracted to foot feet, but I appreciate feet. Like, exactly. I'm never like, ew, keep me away from yeah. feet. Like, um, so yeah, like, like, like if I'm, if I'm scrolling through Pornhub or whatever and there, and I see a, a thumbnail that emphasizes like feet, yeah, I'm not going to click on it, but I, because of that. Yeah. But if there's something else going on, I'm like, well, okay. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? It's, it's not, they're showing more feet than ass right here. It's like, but I'm not gonna leave. I'm not gonna. I don't think. I, I think. I think. I think. I'm. I think I'll stay. Yeah. Yeah. This is all right. I think foot fetish <laughs> is like the wedge in the door or whatever yeah, for to, different oh, weird yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I feel like it gets like if you look specifically for feet stuff, you're gonna get a lot of stuff that also includes. Other things, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Other more deplorable things. I look, look, that look. I'm, I, I'm not going to talk about it's all It's a gateway my shit fetish, is what I'm air. trying to say. It's a gateway, gateway fetish. fetish. Yeah. It's uh, and I don't, maybe it's not. Maybe I'm just a freak. <laughs> I mean, it's which I am. But yeah, yeah. Well, like, I mean, one's got to be the gateway. Yeah, that's like if true. you're just I guess a natural freak, something. there's yeah. probably the door that led you there. Yeah, the one like this is weird, but it's 
normal-ish enough for me to feel okay with embracing it first, and then you embrace that, and then the and then it's like, oh, there's a there's another world. Like yeah. that was your ambassador. Yeah, most yeah. of mine all sort of boil down to the same theme, though, too, which is me being submissive and yeah. being dominated by somebody like you know shoving their feet in your faces. Right on, right on. Pretty dominant behavior. Yeah. Um, although I'm sure there are ways to do it the other way around, where you're like, you've been a bad girl, now I'm going to lick your toes. Like, Yeah, that's totally a thing. How totally... I know that is not important, but that's totally <laughs> a thing. So what porn do you watch? <laughs> uh, Pastor Skyler. Uh, I'm not going to tell everything. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Top three. Not what? before. Not not before I do bits on them first. Yeah. Um, well, that's how I want. Pe- yeah. To do that's that's but, how the announcement. But gets but, made. but the the obvious. So nobody knows if it's real. Right. 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 Yeah. So I mean, the obvious one, you know, fat asses. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. But I'm not a not tit man. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, duh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There's. Uh, uh, obviously, it's all of them, but there are rankings. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. let's go. Let's. Do this then. Okay. Body parts. I guess like your top ten or just ranking all of the important ones. I guess all ranking of them are important. Top three so okay. top, well, top three like yeah. Okay, you know what? Well, I mean, this is, every, this, this is, this is I think ranking the entire thing would not take that long. You could just go, you know, like I'm surprised how much trouble I'm having. I mean, like like asses deciding at the top, which one. Yeah, but okay. out, but on a given day, you just given circumstances right under ass might be thighs okay right okay because they are yeah exactly <laughs> okay but 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 one day for some reason it might be armpits it might be calves yeah it might be bellies oh my god i didn't i didn't okay let's do i didn't realize anyway top three <laughs> top three non-standard so ass okay tits all right all right and all right, yeah yeah pussy okay. are all the standards. Right, right. That's everybody that those are the reproductive okay, organs. Okay. Look, we don't know about Skylar's sex life. He could like other parts of males too. Well, yeah, okay. Excluding <laughs> genitals then. Okay. But the obvious ones. Other than the obvious ones, okay. we'll see top three. Okay. That way it's not you don't have to consider too many at the same time. Thighs, belly, and I will, okay, I, I, I'm kind of counting hips as the standard. So I was going to say hips, but like thighs, belly, and like, you know that part like kind of where the back meets the ass? Yeah. Like that dip? The tramp stamp location? Yes. yes. Yeah. That, that, that is glorious. Yes. That, the, the back, like the back upper before the ass region. Yeah. That's awesome. Whatever you, whatever that's called. Um, I would say... The iliac wrist. The non-standard. The boat. <laughs> my top three would be, obviously, feet is mm-hmm. number one. Mm-hmm. Next up, oof. It's probably a tie between two and three, which I would say is armpits mm-hmm. and mouth. Okay. Because, like... And, like, it's not a visual attraction yeah. to the armpits, but... 
that scent sometimes. Nigga, okay. The um, pheromones be hitting. Because I was thinking visual. Well, that I mean, um, and 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 tactile a little bit, but like right. But if we're primarily tactical, ta- tactile, tactile, <laughs> tactile. <laughs> if we're primarily tactile rather than primarily visual, non-standards, non-standards. Because <laughs> <laughs> the butthole's a standard, right? That's a standard. Mm-hmm. I think that's, that's a standard. standard. Yeah. I think so. Yes. I think that counts. Uh, I think that's. Covered ass. under ass. That's probably the standard. When know. I say ass, I mean the whole yeah, okay, ass. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> non-standard. Non-standard. Um, armpit. Yeah. Neck. And this is... I hope... Okay. <laughs> the breath with alcohol on it. Ooh. Which is not to say that I like my bitches drunk or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, it just... I, you have an alcoholic dad. Something... <laughs> <laughs> you motherfucker. Fetishes and, like, sexual attractions are very often related to trauma. Very I'm trying to research, and I, kinda like for my experience listeners, I, and traumas and stuff like that. For my there's <laughs> something. For my dad actually was not an alcoholic. <laughs> I wasn't but um yeah, my only exposure to alcohol as a kid was when we went to like hood relatives houses. Yeah. Um and they were cool and sexy. She's like a little nostalgia. I mean <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean cuz I don't I don't remember feel, uh, alcohol in people's breaths a lot growing up. Probably not. Um, I mean, and if you did, you probably didn't know what yeah, it was. And yeah, yeah. Just, it's just one of those things, like, a lot of people picked up smoking cigarettes because, like, a relative of theirs yeah, smoked. Yeah, and it, yeah. you know, gives you that little nostalgia shot of yeah. fucking serotonin or uh, whatever the fuck it is, whatever neurochemical is causing you to have nostalgic feelings mm-hmm. is addictive as hell yeah, man yeah. and that is literally the only thing i taste when i eat mcdonald's is that little nostalgia yeah, hit. Yeah, yeah it's like even though it's the shittiest food on the planet and it's now more expensive than way better food mm-hmm. like fucking mcdouble is two dollars and fifty cents and the only reason i ever get it is to get that same like my parents had eight children okay mm. we got mcdonald's a lot and it was 20 mcdoubles 20 mcchickens throw them to the wolves like everybody got like one of each basically yeah. and i only just recently realized that that is the reason why that's my fucking order at mcdonald's as an adult now because mm-hmm. i had stopped eating at mcdonald's for a very long time and then i started doing construction work and it's used to be so cheap and quick mm-hmm. and it's just I already know what I want get in get out yeah <clears throat> and then I realized where that order came from because <laughs> wow. uh, Lillian reminded me and I was like that is literally what I'm doing is just giving myself a little shot of nostalgia every yeah. time I do that yeah every now and then I try to I try to dig where any of this came from um, roots yeah, yeah. Because the root 
is the start of the understanding. Root. The root. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, 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 at the moment, I don't associate anything I'm into with traumas. Probably ideas. Yeah. Or vi- like, like, like certain I um. Um. Like I've tried to figure out the alcohol thing. Yeah. And I think I because there's like a flicker of associations that are just mm-hmm. like I like I don't even like it I ties. don't even yeah. And All, I don't even consciously ties. have them. It's not even like I'm thinking about these things if I smell alcohol. You're talking about the alcohol breath? Yeah. Yeah. Or taste if I'm if I'm kissing. Like Right. Um Yeah. Not talking about like using alcohol right 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 just talking about like yeah. the smell bringing that feeling you yeah. just don't know i think i probably like in in that moment if i'm in an intimate moment it's pro I, I think it's like reminding like i'm connecting it with like transgression like sinfulness like tasting alcohol when you're not supposed to or whatever yeah. you know and that's making all sorts of other connections and so it's like adding this yeah, extra level. The naughty like, factor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's act, you know. So it's like, oh, you know, like, like, oh, like it's it's. Oh, you've been drinking, like we, you know, we've been partying we've or been being wild, you know. Like I'm yeah. just making all. Even if it's just like we had a couple of beers a, a second ago. Like if I smell it, it's like oh, it's like we just been partying and we're drunk and horny and da 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 da. Yeah. So. Yeah, there's definitely an appeal to that. Yeah, and like. A lot of the stuff that I'm into is like, oh yeah, this is nasty. <laughs> like yeah. that's that's what does it is like, oh yeah, this is really, but like never actually that nasty. Like I don't know, I don't think so, but I do on the I don't. Know. <laughs> anyway, mm-hmm. like somebody spitting in my mouth. Mm-hmm. Like is that really nastier than kissing? No, no. Yeah, you so want to get you swap and spit anyways. Yeah, this but is, the yeah. reason like, it's hot is because oh there, yeah, this but... is yeah, it's yeah, it's... or maybe it's like kind of degrading. I don't know. Yeah, all that's there. Like <laughs> right. it's degrading. It's repulsive. Right. Like one yeah. thing I noticed when I started embracing everything I'm into that I won't say on air. Yeah. <laughs> but was like. How gradual, like, I, okay, you, I know how you came up, so a yeah. lot of this is probably repressed in a motherfucker. Yeah. Like, a, pro- a lot of it yeah. was, like, repressed was probably oh, hard to deal with so at much. first. Yeah. Um, and I grew up similarly, and it's like, um, so there's, like, a, a, a lot of repression, and with that, probably a lot of judgmentalness like it was pro- like once upon a time you probably would have said man that's fucked up that's gross you yes. know like a lot oh yeah There's, you know yeah i would be disgusted with yeah. myself now but once you start embracing yourself yeah um embracing all the things you're into and realizing all the things you're into you're much less judgmental, even to things that are probably still gross to you. Yeah. You're suddenly not you. You 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 hear somebody do that, and even if it's fucked up to you, like yeah. personally, you're like right on, man, or person, or whatever. You know who has yeah. ever told you? You're like you're you're 
Because you know, because you appreciate the journey. Right. And you appreciate what it means to be into some things that people might feel a type of way about or even you might feel a type of way about and then learning to embrace that and how good that feels. I I just had a very conflicting thought. What's that? So, I was thinking about how, you know, while you're saying all this, yes, there's stuff that I used to think was super gross and I would never do that now I'm like, okay, yeah, that's kind of cool. Um... But there's always been a hard line for me mm-hmm. at stuff that is actually, like, gross and dangerous. Yeah. Like, poop, or yeah. vomit, yeah. or other species, like fucking animals and yeah. stuff. Yeah. And then I got to that point, and I thought, wait a minute, but I would totally fuck an alien. <laughs> it's, not, it's not that I have a problem fucking something of another species, then, at that point. Yeah. So what it like? They either have to be at or above a line, li- like evolution status. I guess. Like, like, would you? I guess. Would you like, like, but would, like, so, would, like, like a, a dolphin, like a monkey, okay, a dolphin. okay, yeah. no, okay, like, would you? Okay, you remember flowers for Algernon? You ever read that story? Uh uh-uh. uh Okay, okay, okay. Um, I'm just going to use the, the Planet of the Apes. Uh, fucking um, okay. Caesar, okay. If somebody did whatever they did to Caesar to a dog, yeah, dog develops intelligence and shit, and perhaps the dog's body is modified to look vaguely humanoid, or at least. Have you watched Rick and Morty? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, they did this episode. Okay, so but 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 would you fuck a higher evolved dog that was evolved at or above you? Like, what if it was like fucking alien species? I wouldn't say dogs. It depends. He hates dogs. He okay, hates okay, dogs. okay. But depends on how cute their cats. feet are. Okay, okay. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. you like cat uh, girls. Yes, and if we somehow were able to develop genetically perfect cat girls, yeah. just like the animes, you get it in. I, I, I don't know, man. Like, I got you. I and, got you. But, like, let's go to like a real, real example mm-hmm. fucking dolphins. Almost certainly mm-hmm. smarter than humans. Yeah. More, I don't know the definition of consciousness. Yeah. But these motherfuckers know some shit. Yeah. They communicate with each other in a language we can't understand. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but over miles. They're talking to another dolphin on like, you know, hundreds of miles away from them using a specific pitch of whatever that girl's laugh is on ridiculousness yeah um i don't know if you ever watched that but she is a terrible dolphin laugh but anyway they communicate with each other on such a high level and can you know are just as corrupt as we are they gang rape each other Mm -hmm. and like they fuck around they fuck around with puffer fish so that they can get high (laughs) <laughs> they get a psychedelic poison effect from a certain Man. type of pufferfish wow. poison. Dolphins so they'll ain't shit. bat it around like a fucking beach <laughs> yeah. ball and get high as shit. It's fucking crazy. And like, if there was consent from the dolphin, and if for some reason you were attracted to that dolphin, like I know it's hard to, it's a 
weird hypothetical. Yeah. It's a it's a weird headspace to try and get into. Yeah. But I'm always trying to figure out where is the line of consciousness. And this is one of those questions that really cuts to well, the quick. I mean, yeah, it depends on how you define consciousness. Because, I mean, I think... It's not just humans, right? Yeah. I mean, I think fucking bugs are conscious. Exactly. You know, like, See, that's... But, my, but, my line's gonna, if it ever shows itself, will be very far down. Yeah. Very small. It will be like particles yeah. are not conscious because like you have a microbiome inside of yourself of mm -hmm. hundreds of thousands of millions of little tiny basically bugs mm -hmm. that make up your insides yeah and they help you run all your digestive system and not only that but they've recently found out that you also have neurons like neural tissue mm -hmm. in your stomach meaning yeah. that like that gut, gut feeling, feeling is, is yeah. a real thing. Yeah. And, like, obviously consciousness isn't just a brain, because got all this other shit. Mm -hmm. But, like, a jellyfish? Like, a jellyfish is something, right? Yeah. Like I mean, there's levels of... There's, there's sentience, and then there's sapience. Sentience is just self-awareness, perception... Yeah, and that's a level of that's a real level of consciousness, and, and and you could argue consciousness even goes below that, but I'm not gonna dig that deep. <laughs> <laughs> then you have sapience, which is like what we understand as intelligence, being right. able to reason and imagine and kind of like predict the future yeah, plan and for the judge future. all. Plan you know, ahead, yeah, yeah, based off yeah. of being able to remember what happened before. Right, right. Um, so, like, there's, uh, there's levels to it, I think. I honestly think if we can get proof that dolphins know they're gonna die, we're in fucking trouble with the dolphins. Because that's... Yeah. Kinda... So long and thanks for all the fish. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, there was a guy... Something Lily was his last name. He was a scientist. He did a lot of studies with LSD, mm -hmm. and I heard um, about the story. Like, yeah, the the the, the, the dolphin on LSD. Yes, yeah. yeah. He was trying to telepathically communicate with dolphins using LSD. Yeah, this is my kind of dude right here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. And he had a bunch of stuff. He was the first guy to invent the isolation tanks that you like get into, and it's. You know, the water is perfect, neutral buoyancy, so you're just floating there, and you don't have... You have head plugs in, and you have eye covers on and all that, so you have no senses whatsoever. Mm -hmm. And you just take some acid and ride whatever fucking roller coaster that is. But he invented those, and he was trying to use them to telepathically communicate with a dolphin. What had happened was they put this dolphin, it was a male dolphin in a cohabitat with the human observer because they wanted to, you know, get them as close as possible yeah. so that if you're going to be telepathically communicating with this dolphin, mm -hmm. better have a good roommate relationship. Mm -hmm. And um, the lady who was in there with the dolphin couldn't really get any of these tests done because the dolphin was so fucking horny all the time. 
<laughs> so she jerks off the dolphin, starts to get more research done, and then when it's found out that she's been jerking off the dolphin, <laughs> they have to stop the study midway through <laughs> because it's animal abuse. Yeah. But, like, brings us back all the way around. <laughs> is, is it wrong to jerk off a horny dolphin... Like, they do it to horses, to breed horses all yeah. the time. They do it to fucking basically every kind of animal. <laughs> I'm like, just how do you to get more of it. How does one get into jerking off horses as, like, a job? Well, it's... I mean, I'm sure it's connected it, to other things. It, right? it's, it, it's, it's, I'm sure it comes with the territory of owning a horse. Yeah. Like, if you own a nice horse... You're going to want somebody to jack it off and make another one. <laughs> yeah. You didn't pay, you know, a million dollars or whatever for Seabiscuit's baby yeah. grandkid. How do you, to, tr- what is the apprenticeship for like for that? Or like, so how do you teach? I've been doing it two years. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I'm imagining like some lady like, um... Like, I've met very few women that would be good at that job. Got <laughs> it. Shots fired at this shit. It's okay because it's not, the current one is not included in that list. <laughs> it's actually the first woman I've ever met that has that ability, that skill set. <laughs> so it's been a bad track record on their end. That's that Jedi shit. <laughs> yeah. You just gotta know, man. You gotta have that. Uh, I don't know. I might like, do a bit on this at some point. I mean, it's, it's well, no, well, I mean, but 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 the I was what I was about to say was the idea of good sex. Yeah, because that's mysterious. Not in the yes. like where is the clitoral? That's a myth. Not in that sense. Yeah, <laughs> but in the sense of like <clears throat> we, we we know what it means, but. What is it? We, we, we don't know what it... We know what it means, but we don't know how to describe it. It seems like we we can't really um, articulate how to get there. Or yeah. we all, but we all want to know how to get there. You know, it's... it's well, when I tell that joke on stage where I say there's three genders, and it's Dom, Sub, and Switch, mm-hmm. like... I think those three things, or those three categories, are probably way more important to any sexual relationship than gender or, you know, any number of other factors. I think the most important factors are where do you stand in the bedroom? Like, are you... What's your your power dynamic? Right, what's your your power dynamic? And, like... With different people, it might be different, but that's one of the things, that's probably the quickest way to getting to good sex is figuring out what's a fun dynamic for the two of you with both of your personalities, especially in the bedroom of like, okay, well, maybe you're not nine foot tall vampire lady from Resident Evil stepping on my balls, but, you know, we can... There's yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah. You can work it out. That's that's. Uh, did you did, did you think of that? Like, is that some? I've sh- always thought that. That's well, not always. No, but it, it's that came to me through a lot of sexual experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. I. Uh, that's a brilliant way of putting it. Yeah. You, um, I've had 
group encounters. Mm-hmm. I've done the swapping thing. Mm-hmm. There's like a bunch of different categories that I've tried. Yeah. And it's the one through line mm-hmm. in basically all of it is like, what is that power dynamic? Yeah. Because it's what guides the flow of the entire event. Yeah. Is who's doing what to who. Yeah. And what's our job here? Yeah. What's our job here? Yeah. 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 And man, yeah. that shit is dope. That's getting all kinds of. Because I could. Because okay. Because I'm thinking. And of... these are the things that like. This is why I need time to expound on these ideas because I didn't think that was insightful. Really, I thought that was. Did like, you? Once I, I, you just once unlocked I the key to out. some shit in my head. Like I'm connecting it with all sorts of other. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. That was that's some you should because I was I was asking like this, is is that your thinking now or did you read that somewhere and like this is you. I mean, you should well there are there I have listened to several like podcasts and stuff there that are like BDSM themed yeah. podcasts where they get like into the nitty gritty of like power actual power dynamics and yeah. stuff, but they're always talking about it in. The context of BDSM, yeah, and I'm like, okay, but this is all sex, though. Yeah, like yeah. every time you have sex, there is a dom and there is a sub. Yeah, and yes, it might flop around in the middle, and mm-hmm. like even during the same time of having sex, you might yeah. switch from one to the other, and that's to each their own. But until you know which one you are, yeah, you're not gonna know. What's the most fun for you? And that's what sex is supposed to be about. It's supposed man, to be this fun. Is, man, this is light and some shit. We're in the era of birth control. Sex is supposed to be fun now. Yeah. We got enough people, bro. <laughs> we got enough people. China's making more and more every day, and at some point, it's going to be too many for them to control all of them. I thought, That's what I think is going to I, I, th- I, I thought, like, okay, this, is, this isn't a bit now. Maybe it is. Yeah, Maybe this is the development of a bit. Yeah. But I'm. But but if it turns out to not be that funny, it's well, not a bit. <laughs> if you ever need it, it's recorded. Yeah. <laughs> uh, white folks always bitch about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, overpopulation. Yeah. But the most overpopulated, the parts that lead to those big numbers, are Africa and Asia. Yeah. A lot of the Middle so East, too. A lot of, like... Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's part... If not just the same thing as the Catholics where birth control is illegal, but I think the Muslim religion has something to do yeah, with... Yeah, yeah, You have to have a bunch of kids, yeah. or you're supposed to have a bunch of kids or right. something. So, like, the average number of children born into a Muslim family is, like, six and a half or yeah, something. Yeah. And a regular white Christian family in the United States is like 1.8. Yeah. They're yeah. not even making up for yeah. what they're, who they are. Right. Right. Um, and it's, it's, uh, it's, it's like, uh, so are you, I'm not actually asking. This is the, yeah. So are you saying start killing off Africans and Asians? Yeah. Uh, or tell them to stop fucking or sterilize them. What do you want to do? Of course not, because that would be racist. I mean, perhaps what you're suggesting is the way y'all are talking is um, y'all should be killed off and y'all should stop fucking. 
And I then mean, the rest, and then Africa and Asia can replace y'all. Like maybe that's <laughs> see, that's what I'm saying. That's what I, that's what my the uh, that's what my prediction is. Yeah. Is like, like we're like the you know, it's like we're gonna have we're already on track to like we're our populations are diminishing and the yeah. other ones are getting bigger or yeah. whatever. And then China is gonna eventually have. Too many people, yeah. and they're not going to be able to control everybody. There's no way. Yeah. Like, even if you do expand your government, now you have more people in your government. Yeah. And the more people you have, the more opportunity there is to fuck up. Yeah. <clears throat> and at a certain point, it's going to be too big. Yeah. And then it's going to break and probably spill out all over the world mm -hmm. of everybody who hated living there is going to go somewhere else. Mm -hmm. and, um. Or, you know, it's just going to be too many people for that country to handle and they're yeah. going to start coming over here. But I don't think that regular white people, just like white bread. They're not putting it in like, like that. With they're the, not with putting the, it, no. With the, it's, um, <clears throat> you've seen it, Idiocracy? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, the well-to-do, like, made full use of their privilege. white people are the ones that don't have a baby. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. If rich people don't want to have kids, do it. Yeah. That means your money is going somewhere else when you die. Yeah. Which I, is... I, um... I, f I don't actually feel like this, but it's just like, what if it's like a... self-induced karma like 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 the white guilt is so pervasive now where it's like you know what let's just go extinct <laughs> yeah. we're sorry guys we'll just, we'll just <laughs> stop having kids we'll die eventually <laughs> it's fine we're you know we're not gonna kill ourselves we don't love you that much yeah. or you know do anything at all to make up for what we did, but we'll die. We'll eventually. just fade out. We'll, we'll just, fade out eventually. Some of us will fade. It like like well, the the ones that want to have kids, just have them fuck black dudes and, and <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, and then you know, and the rest of us will just fade out. We'll just yeah, but then people like fucking Prince Harry hangs around for three hundred and fifty years, like <laughs> that motherfucker. Oh god, did not want to let go of that money. He knew. As oh, soon as he died, he wasn't going to have money anymore. Yeah. I think that's one of the main reasons that rich people hang on for so long. Yeah, yeah. Like, they just grip on because they know there's not any money on the other side. Yeah. That was something that this side invented. <laughs> and the old saying, can't take it with you when you die. Yeah. Unless you're Egyptian. Yeah, yeah, the, the Egyptians, what did Paul Mooney say? The Egyptians get an A for effort. They tried to take that shit with them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, rest in peace, Paul Mooney. That motherfucker is hilarious. Oh my god. That's hilarious. That's, that's, Paul Mooney is probably, I'm, I feel weird about talking about influences, because I don't, I, it, it, it took me a while to realize my influences. Yeah. And I don't necessarily, I mean, I try to take, I try to learn from every comic that I encounter. Right. Including ones that aren't my cup of tea. But, like, I can definitely say Paul Mooney's um, a major influence. There's, there's this, 
like he, he transcended not giving a fuck. Like, oh yeah, there's there's comics that don't give a fuck, and he was doing something else. Like it wasn't even it's 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 it wasn't even that he didn't. Like I'll say anything. I don't like he. Yeah, no, he did not. Care. He doesn't fucking care how you feel. Like yeah. he just. Not even in a mean way. Just in yeah. an indifferent... He is utterly indifferent. Yes. 100%. <laughs> like... That, so, the... Um, I got a good piece of advice a long time ago. Long, like, two years. Um, but it was from the lawyer who was helping me with my divorce. Yeah. And uh, I was signing and filling out the last papers... And he said, I want you to listen to me. There's something somebody told me once that the opposite of love is not hate. It's indifference. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's, oh, I don't care. Because hate and love, back to the fucking neurons in your head, activate the same pathways. Yeah, yeah. In your brain. It's very similar. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... And then indifference is obviously just neutrality. Yeah. It's beneath you. It's it's not worth caring. It's yeah. not worth investing feelings in. Yeah. Um Yeah, that was yeah, that was that was Paul Mooney. Like that was um Yeah. He would like when people like I this is where I want to get to, like as far as not necessarily doing this, but this is this is the um this is the the balls I want to get. <laughs> I want to get these balls. Yeah. Um, like he would be talking. He you know he would be doing a set and like people usually offended white people would get up and walk out. Yeah. And he would talk shit about them, not even at them. Yeah. Uh, he would talk about them as they're walking out and point to. Them. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what, Skylar, those balls. They've been inside you the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. And, and, like, I do feel that same way, although that was one of the things that made me stick with stand-up comedy is the fact that when I get up there and I grab that fucking microphone mm-hmm. and I'm up there and I'm the one talking... And it's probably, now that I think about it, something as well to do with the fact that I'm one of eight children, mm-hmm. is that like getting the attention of everybody was yeah. not an easy task. Yeah. And then when you get up there and you've got the microphone and the spotlight and the speakers going, and it just sends my confidence to a whole yeah. other level. Like, it's 100% me up there, but the fact that I'm up there gives me a little extra, a lot of extra, yeah. like... Fuck it. Yeah, yeah. I like how you. I like how you said like it's a hundred percent you, but the there's that extra like with with me. I you know I like to. A lot of people um have noted the difference between my stage persona and how I am just talking one on one. Yeah. And uh, um, for me, I mean, it is a persona. Right. I, there is. It is a performance. Yeah. I mean, that's literally what it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
but I do feel like more myself on stage almost than yes than anywhere yeah. else. Um, That's where you can really. I feel like I can. It's 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 an it's kind of an truest. Yeah, because yeah. it's it's still you. You wrote all of it. You yeah. came up with it. You just boiled it down, refined it, made it shine, right. and then present it to people, and they're like. Holy shit! I love this guy, and you're like, "That's me." Yes, yes, yeah. that's <laughs> that's me. It's like it's a, uh, um, you know how like well, it's I, like showing yourself off. Yes, yes, yeah. Oh my god, that's a that's a, that's an that's an awesome way to put. It. And 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 when I get off stage, I want to let that speak for me. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I speak for myself on stage. Exactly. That's Don't, it's the, so you ain't got to bother me. <laughs> I've said my piece. I've showed you who I am, um, because I, I, I have a lot of, you know, I deal with a lot of anxiety, you know, and um, to a lesser extent depression, but a lot of anxiety. But my persona is not anxious. No, my persona yeah. has gotten his shit together, and he has figured yeah. shit out. Like I said, boiled down, yes. fine to who you really are. Exactly, because like. Even if it's even if you could say it was who you want to be, yeah, that's still you. Yeah, yes, that's your intention of this is me at my best self. Right, and the fact that you're not there yet off stage is not right because you know, it doesn't the make vision it is less that you. it's real. Like yeah. the, the, the the you know you can get there. Right, and um, I mean I wouldn't even say fake it till you make it because you're not really faking it but like you um it's still it's still you it's yeah. still you and um, going through the motions does it reinforces yeah it. it's kind of it's kind of <clears throat> it's kind of therapeutic anyway it's like you it very much so is you you get to um i i I'm, I'm not, I don't. I'm not going to make an, an analysis of the other art forms. I mean, I'd probably say something different about writing, but doing stand-up, it's. What, I don't see any other art form, as far as I can tell, where you get to enact where you're trying to be as a person, or emotionally, or like you can you can actually. Yeah, live it. Well, you can behave that way. Like this is what it's like to be. This is what it's going to be like to be in the world like this. I think. I think you might be wrong on that. Okay. I think. I mean, I'm uh, yeah. It's yeah. Go, go, well, go because I feel like most artistic expression, mm -hmm. which is also what we're doing up there, is yeah. expressing ourselves, and that's yeah. what literally like. <clears throat> I really wish I was good at music because, like, I love like if i wanted to be my truest self and i could really like play lead guitar and sing for a fucking band mm -hmm. i would be my truest self up on that stage too i guarantee you that yeah it's I, just that i'm funny and i'm not good you at guitar what? you you're, you're right you're right it would feel i assume it would feel the same way like that is yeah. that's fucking that's you. me out there that's you that's, you know what you're you're, you're right because i wrote especially I, if you're like writing your own songs and yeah. shit and I associate. I make. I have the uh, the associations I have are with language. That's why. Yeah. Oh yeah. Know, but but but. And yeah, language if, is such a good like it. 
language makes it easy to right. say that about like comedy as a art yeah. because you are actually saying you're communicating right. in a language that everybody who's listening to you speaks yeah. who you are as a person. Whereas if in a, in a song, it's a little more abstract. Right, right. Yeah, lyrics. Yeah, yeah. It has to fit into the yeah. meter of the song and whatnot. You're largely or, feeling it more than anything else. And um, like, I'm trying to see where, figure where like painting might land on that scale. Of I mean, like at the end of the day, actual representation of who I, I am inside. At the at the end of the day, I mean, I kind of, I'll, 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 I won't say that was bullshit. I think that I was wrong but i think what i was trying I, I think what i was trying you just only went one level yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but if it's 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 um it's my own ex- yeah that and i mean obviously I think being a form. comedian yeah it influences that as well yeah right? i guess it i guess it's because my my i i'm associating it with you know what we were talking about like getting to a certain place like emotional like getting right. your shit together yeah um. So you get to have your shit together. <laughs> yeah, for exactly. Five, ten, twenty minutes. You know. Yeah. Um. But, but you're right. It's, um, it's applicable in all art forms, really. Like when you, when you witness or experience what someone else creates, you are experiencing them, the best, them. You know, the best of who they of of. of and- to bring us back around. Yeah. That's why Highlander sucks. Yes, yes. Because <laughs> it's you putting yourself out there in exactly this way that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. And then people going, boo, it's shit. Yeah. Because they didn't even listen to it. Right. They think you're terrible at it because they didn't hear the first part of your joke. Yeah. And they just heard you say pussy at the end. And yeah. they're like, oh, I've heard it before. Mm-hmm. Have you? Did you listen to the joke? Yeah. Yeah. Um... Which, like, not to trash Highlander the whole episode, but it's it's a decent bar. It's just not great uh, for perform. Well, it's challenging. Yeah. It's the for Highlander. Like, like, the thing about Highlander, because <laughs> I, I would love to do a show there, because the way it's structured... Like the setup of the bar? Yeah, it's yeah. It, and, and, and the kind of crowds that come in there... On, on like, event, event days. Nights, yeah. Event nights, and even, like... Some of its normal crowd. I assume weekends would probably be way better because yeah. then you get the like people from the people coming out side. crowd as opposed to people getting drunk after work crowd. Right. Exactly. Um, um, and like, I feel like it'd be very similar. The atmosphere would be very similar. Could be very similar to Highlander on a different kind of night. Like, yeah. I have my suspicion in that regard. Um, I've never seen a... I've, I've seen comics kill when there is a decent crowd paying attention to whoever goes up. Right. Yeah. You know. If there's not, like, a cool football game on. Right, where... right. Um, but when it's less than ideal, it's... <laughs> It, it tends to be hostile like that. Like, when Joe's is less than ideal, it's kind of whatever. It's, I, I don't know. It, it, Joe's is just so comfortable now. Yeah. In a, oh, good, yeah. Like, like in it's, a it's, very it's, good yeah, way. It's home. Yeah. I don't even mind bombing at Joe's. Uh, right. Exactly. Not, because 
it's 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 not bombing. When when you or well, I mean, I guess I've bombed it a good couple of times where it's like been an actual bomb. But most of the time, I think what you're talking about right now is the type of bomb where it's like it's the you know four or five people in there on an off night and. You know, it's the same people. It's yeah. us. Yeah. It's a family night, and mm-hmm. you know, it's not really a bomb because you didn't get a laugh at every single joke. Yeah. But it's a, uh, it's just a different. Yeah. It's like going through the motions to practice for a minute. Yeah. Because the more you get that shit ingrained in your head, and I can't. Do you ever rehearse your stuff alone? Yeah, yeah, I yeah? do. I do. I do that a lot. I'll do it on the way to a show. I'll do it before I leave. You know, I, I'll be. I do it like at work, like it, like I, yeah, I, I, I do that a lot. I used to try to time it that way, like I would yeah, do the can. entire set yeah. and time it, and it was never accurate. It's way off. Yeah, way off. I did it one time, and I was like, no, this doesn't seem right. And it's hard. To and do it is like hard. It's, it's it's hard to. Um, Half the time, you don't even know when they're gonna laugh, and sometimes they'll laugh at something that I'm like. You guys realize I'm not in the joke yet. Yeah, <laughs> I try to take note of that. Like, I, I when, and, oh yeah, always. Like I love, ping. I love taking notes on things that I won't say bomb, but like, like, like a joke that kills. Yeah. But I like taking note at parts of that joke that didn't kill. Like the joke yeah. was great. Like it, you know, everybody liked the joke, but parts of it that you thought would make like. My the the joke um I what's what's that bit um um head and chicken fingers um, oh okay yeah where I say uh since black men are known for liking chicken like, like black men are known for liking chicken but surely the fellatio would still win out right and um like you say brother scholar still the fellatio would still win out and you are correct. The you are correct is supposed to be a mini punchline. It's yeah. never gone over like I uh, like I thought it was. I yeah. always add it because because yeah. now I'm familiar with that rhythm. Right. It never bombs or anything. like no. You, it's just it just goes unnoticed. Yeah. 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 Um, I have some like hardcore like these are supposed to be actual punchlines and either like. Sometimes it'll work if I give it a couple of seconds. Mm-hmm. If I give it some time to breathe and give yeah. some people time to process it for a minute. But sometimes it's just like, I guess, just too quick and people didn't get it and they Man. missed it. And I was like, ah, timing shit. Is, timing is, it's, it's, it's intimidating how important timing is. Right. Yeah. Um, well, see, and the thing is, I think with timing, I, <laughs> I just have to feel it Mm -hmm. there's sometimes that like recently like with those specific jokes like there are specific jokes i'll bookmark it's like wait a little longer bro because sometimes you wait two more seconds and all of a sudden everybody's laughing yeah and you get another five seconds of laughter to start with the next thing yeah but instead i'll cut it off at two seconds and start doing the next thing, and people are trying to pay attention to what I'm saying now, and don't bother thinking out the rest of the joke that yeah. I just told them. But most of the time, like, if I'm getting to the point where you can, you know, you hear people starting to chuckle and laugh, and yeah. you can sometimes kind of tell if it's going to catch on or not, yeah. 
and you can kind of let off and then come back at them again with the next thing. And, or, um, like, and it's not even, doesn't even count as, like, improv or coming up with anything on the spot, but I, the crowd seems to eat up whenever you just comment on how poorly a joke did or how yeah. well a joke did. Yeah. Like, I'll, there's one time, you know, I got one of those crazy laughs out of nowhere and I just said into the microphone, guys, that wasn't even the joke. And then, bah, yeah. ha, 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 and I'm like, really? Yeah. And that works? <laughs> amazing things happen. Yeah. When a crowd is actually paying attention. I know, right? When when you've got That's how art bar is. Every time I'm telling you. Oh man, that's 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 why Fox's Lair is They have so a great. whole room dedicated to the stage. And it's all the tables are directly in front of the stage. That's like the only thing that you can see in the whole room. The bar is in a separate right. room of the bar. And So there's nothing else to There's nothing else yeah. to do. Yeah. You are watching the comedy show, and it the volume fills up the entire room. The rest of the bar is fine because they don't... I mean, like, sometimes they'll be, like, peeking in through the doorways and stuff. It's yeah. a kind of open concept. But there's music playing on the other side of the bar. You can't even hear it in the place where we're doing open mics. So there's, like, different environments oh, in the entire yeah, bar. Yeah. So whoever, So your audience is your audience. Yeah. Yeah, they're there to see somebody perform comedy at an open mic, which is wild to me. Oh, God. Because in my oh, experience, God. people that go to open mics are A, performers, or B, people that did not know an open mic was happening. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's the general audience I've experienced up until going out of town to other places and doing bigger mics. So... That's why I'm really excited, planning on getting to Austin as soon as possible. Right on. Trying to have more places to do comedy. And make it. Right on. A good, uh, a good scene is important. A good... Yeah. Because this... I guess, I mean, technically we were like in show business... Yeah. And, right. Okay. Like when you when you started comedy, how hard and how fast did you realize how the whole "it's who you know" thing really was important? I'm still in the process. <laughs> like I yeah. just like maybe a couple of months ago started. Like, well, I mean, and there was one time that I came up to you and told you that I wanted to headline a show. Yeah. And it it was basically at that point that I realized like, oh, I have to ask people yeah. about these I have to talk to people yeah. and you know build relationships yeah. and <clears throat> actually request the things that I want mm -hmm. when I feel like I've you know gotten to that point um, but yeah it, like still to this day is like oh yeah I gotta reach out and see what I can do because I've had Several times at the Fox's Lair, at least two or three times in a row, where the headliner, who's from out of town, had seen me perform in front of them, and then afterwards said, like, hey, if you ever, you know, yeah, are around this area, I'll let you know if we got any shows you can be on, or something yeah. like that. And I'm like, well, damn straight. That's how, that's, that's how that works, man. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, we have almost an hour and 40 minutes now. So, if you're good, I'm good. I I'm feel good, like man. This was, this was dope. This a was, lot of topics. This was awesome. Yes. Man. Have me back yes. anytime. Will do. I've already had a repeat guest, so we're already we have that right under on, our belt. Because right I, I haven't even released the podcast yet, and I had a, the same guest on twice. But I feel like these conversations, man, that's what it's all about. That's why I'm doing this because I like actually talking to people. <laughs> yeah, man. This was uh, what man? What all did we cover? I know lots we of comedy. Like lots, lots of comedy talk. Philosophical aspects of sexuality. Uh, Phys- philosophical aspects of comedy. Yeah. And religion and uh, overpopulation. Yeah. And like so many things. That's why, like, if I'm when I do like the intros and stuff for these, it's probably going to be real short. Yeah. Um, but I'm gonna go ahead and cut this off here before I give away too many trade secrets. Right on. Deep. Kill your own. Yeah, but Got it. if it was really that secret, you wouldn't have heard about it. Yeah. Like- Zzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzz